How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Yes, Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask the hard questions like, "What happens if a mutagenist mixes all their mutagens like a Tina at Seven Eleven and chug jokes it?" Um, I think they see new colors. Uh, well, I would wave goodbye to them. Um, <laughs> not you don't have faith in them. Do, uh, Jerry, they mix I think... every single one of their mutagens. <laughs> they become every superhero at once. They're gonna <laughs> die. Dairy. You, you are you are thinking with the process I want to do it. Not <laughs> you want to do it. Oh my goodness. Dairy, I'm sorry. I'm not sure if I'm not sure if anyone is built like Bruce fucking Banner here. <laughs> I mean I think you Bruce die on the spot. I think the moment it touches your lips you die and you fall over and you die. <laughs> okay, okay. Maybe a better question is what would it taste like? Oh, battery acid. Not, like, actual battery acid, but, like, the drink. Like, death. So an IPA. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't it, but wouldn't it be fucked up if, like, this mutagenist, he does it, he's aware that he's gonna get need to get resurrected in a second. He does it, he's like, orange juice? <laughs> <laughs> it was just something completely God. mundane. <laughs> Would we like to play some Pathfinder? Yeah. Yeah. I th- I, th- I think that th- I think that the audience is, is yelling at us too, so we have to. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the delay. Um, scheduling. Uh-huh. Real life hit. Yeah. Real Capitalism life hit for fucking, real. Capitalism fucking sucks, dude. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you all had to wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ritz. I think that you should actually wait more, and that we should release this episode in two weeks. Uh, we did blue ball the audience for a week uh, on the edge of a cliffhanger, so let's get into it. Previously in Extinction Curse. Um, so you guys start out, um, studying one of, uh, the trials, uh, after a night where Ariato saw a changeling watching them in the distance, which is always a fun, good time to be had. Um, you collected the title of the scholar, 
Uh, you try to collect the title of the shepherd after an hour of frolicking in the wilderness, only to be told that there were more sheep out there who need to be shepherd. Um, you made your ways into a woodlands and uh, found the uh, trial of the farmer. Yeah, the farmer? Yeah, that's the one. Um, mm -hmm. You follow farm monster. Turned out it was a nice little leshy. Uh, you played Stardew Valley for a while. Flew up a mountain and cheated like bastards. Saw a base bro shot. And uh, inside the base pro shop, we found a um, unfamiliar face, as it were. The bass pro shop. It's not for guitars. Yeah, it's but, fish. Yeah, but bass is the fish. Yeah, you said bass. So let's hop into character. <laughs> <clears throat> running over that one. Swiftly. Yeah, we are. We are running over that one. <clears throat> um. You all stand inside what appears to be an alien spaceship. <laughs> um, an okay. alien spaceship which say, has a completely identical look to um, one Gertie Gold Pockets Gold Pockets Emporium established 4719 where adventure goes we follow. And behind the desk at Gertie Gold Pockets Gold Pockets Emporium is Volio standing over an alien. At least, that's what she's just identified herself as. Um, she is a sight to behold. To reassure some fan, uh, some fan anxiety, she is beautiful. <laughs> she is also an alien, with grey skin, four arms, uh, kind of like long head, um, a scarf type thing around her, uh, the lower half of her face, and a hood pulled up around her head. Um, she's still wearing, like, the same brownish robes as, uh, the girly girl pockets you've all come to know and love, and she still has, like, the same tattoo and everything, but where once there was a human, there is now an extraterrestrial creature. Um, and she kind of looks up at you, Volio, and very slowly stands up, all four hands kind of up, and she's like... So, I think we should start with how I got to this planet. Yes. So... You're just staring at her? Uh, yeah, I know, this is a lot to take in, and... Uh, mm, you have more arms than I thought that you had. Yeah, it's why I was able to pick up such heavy stuff. Because, you know, four of them. Um, she taps the thing on her neck and nothing happens. Like, okay, well, that didn't work. Um, <clears throat> I... So I'm from not from around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No shit. And before I go any further, I have to... I'm going to ask that whatever happens, you don't kill me. Why would I ever... I'm not she gonna... points at Volio. Volio <laughs> promised that you won't kill her. I'm listening. I'm from another planet. I don't actually even remember my first one. Um, oh. I'm not a human being. I'm of a race of interplanetary merchants called the Witchwords. Do any of you want to make an occultism check? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I can sure try. <laughs> That's a 33 for me. It's a flat check. I, I rolled a four. 
Uh, Royari, you blink and stare. Volio, you feel maybe you've heard that name before in reference to aliens. Mm-hmm. Ariato Batty, that's a crit success! <laughs> oh, God, okay, cool. Um, again, probably from Braylon's bestiaries, you've read about these guys. Which words are indeed aliens? Um, they conceal most of their faces, usually leaving only their eyes unmasked. Um, and they are well-known throughout the solar system as, uh, merchants who will bring treasure from one planet to the next and sell it at, like, a higher price because, hey, I've got alien tech for you here. Um, <laughs> as you're looking at her, she's completely hairless, um, about six feet tall, which is quite a bit taller than what you're used to. Um, each hand has, like, three fingers, almost like a tripod. Um, <laughs> nobody knows their homeworld. And they don't talk about their homeworld very often, even to each other. What you know is that they will travel from planet to planet, selling stuff, buying stuff, and then moving to the next planet. Um, you also believe that um, there are like some witch words on Galarian, but not many. Like these are not a very common creature. Okay. Um, but you and usually you won't even know it's a witch word because usually they'll be in disguise, which mm-hmm. answers a lot here. <laughs> yeah. Second thing I want to say is my name obviously isn't Gertie. But oh, did you think oh, I, an Volio. extraterrestrial, was called Gertie, the most yes. Galarian name possible? You can pick any name. I picked mine. Volio picked his. Yes, and I picked Gertie Goldpockets because it oh. seems generic. Okay, well, what is your name? It's Gassy Goshek. Don't laugh. Why would you laugh? Why would you laugh? Because it sounds a lot like Gertie Goldpockets. Okay, yes, it does. (laughs) You can just call me Gassy if it helps. No. No. (laughs) That is, in fact... I? That would be a mean name. No, G-A-S-I. Gassy. Why would... Oh, fucking call Like, oh... Yeah. I came to Galarian, frankly, to make money. After graduating from an academic institution on Abalon, I found it was kind of difficult to um, actually make a profit. Most of what I was selling was adventuring gear, but there are some big dogs out there, and I wasn't really able to keep up. Who cares about purchasing a Mark IV telepad when someone else has a Mark V telepad? Eventually, I started to get really desperate. I had all this stock that was not being bought up. I was spending more than I was earning, which is never a good thing, obviously. Because no matter where I went, there were other interplanetary merchants who were selling things that were better and cheaper. There was too much competition. That's when I was approached by some business partners, and they suggested going to Galarian, because Galarian doesn't have space travel, and there wouldn't be many competitors to compete with. Obviously, that sounded great to me, so I gathered all my stuff and brought it on their ship, and despite your planet's terrifying reputation, we decided we were going to set up business on the cage. 
The cage? But the the what? We, we have a reputation? Yeah, this oh, is one are of you... those dangerous plants on the, in the solar system. Are you talking about, like, the Rovagug thing? Yes, I'm oh. talking about the Rovagug thing! This planet has oh. a giant spider bound in the center of it! Listen, oh, I, yeah. listen I've lived here my entire life. It's, and I'm you're terrified. I've never once seen the spider. Yeah, but it could burst... You no, it's, it's not going to. We we don't think about that, honestly. There will never be an adventure have... pass about it. We have... Yeah, you <laughs> haven't mentioned Rovagug once, which is frightening. Anyway, because it's is... it's not important. The, the, we're currently dealing with a very different issue. They, my parents wanted me to go, if anywhere, to Absalom. Okay. And we were going to stop in Absalom when there was an incident on the ship, a malfunction that made me have to take one of the escape pods, which she taps the side of the ship with, and you know, duck out. Okay. Mm-hmm. But like, at the last second, when the ship looked like it was about to crash, it pulled away and flew off with most mm-hmm. of my stuff. Ah. Oh. And I don't have a way off that. But they will be oh. back, probably. Are you okay? <laughs> I mean, I've made a lot of money buying alien loot. Now that is fair. I landed in, you know, um, that little town that, you know, you first came to. I quickly found out that most people are terrified of aliens. And that's why no one came here, because we're scary to them. I almost got beat up by a woman with a goat, so um, I didn't exactly try it again many times. Hell, I didn't really leave my store in general because of it. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, yes. my pod's cloaking matrix was able to make it look like a little store. But, um... You've been flying? Oh, that makes sense. You were the... the, the, the... Were you following us? Okay, yeah, so it wasn't teleportation. <laughs> her, her eyes dart down a little bit, and she, like, meekly stands there. Okay, now I understand why you weren't underground. I, my theory was that you were using magic. And I was directly is... above you the entire time. What? what? Huh? I. Okay. Why? I was. You waiting so for us knew... to come back? Yeah, I knew exactly where you were. You just weren't appearing exactly as I expected you to, because you seem to be a few hundred kilometers, you know, underground. Um, I have been tracking Okay. For our loot? You have a lot of loot. Oh, fucking... Wait, uh, why are you uh, using? Yeah, let me get into that. Um, I don't know? What? Okay, um, can I see something real fast? Um, which of you carries the card of loyalty? Uh, uh... uh either Mariah or me, because I have the bag of holding. I don't carry shit. I have a few. Rayari goes through their bag, and they've got different uh, loyalty cards for different stores. Most of them clothing stores. Yeah, um, when when uh, she sees the card of loyalty, uh, she snags it, and it's different to normal. Ah. It's beeping. Did you put a bomb on us? No, How it's a it we've never device. heard that? Because it was cloaked. It was all cloaked. Everything was cloaked. I'm cloaked. This place is cloaked. It's not working here. Where the hell are we? But does your yeah. ship just look like Bass Pro Shop normally? Yes! It's an escape pod! 
the fuck is a fast bear shop? Oh, holy hush. This is not the point. It, it is, but anyways. So, uh, she raises uh, his hand. Um, you've been, we are currently in what is essentially, like, it's like a haven type place. There's a god of humanity that died like a hundred years ago, and this is where he lived. It was like a bunch of trials and stuff. The Absalom dude? Yes, the yes. Absalom dude. The, the guy with the who the first Starstone thing. That that Should him. This is where he lived. Okay. Um, so you're. Cl- I, I don't know. He he I don't... he was a god, so maybe his magic won't let you hide. Did your ship take you here? No. It. I was following you. You know. Well. From a distance, because I don't want you seeing a giant spaceship, you know, following you around. Do you know how hard that was, by the way? you know how hard that was, by the way? Like, being, like, following you, because, like, you'd always be like, where are we? I'm like, I don't know, I don't have a, I don't know the geography of this weird planet. Listen, I thought that you had, like, a fucking Howl's Moving Castle type situation going on, where you just, like, spun a wheel... Until your shop showed up at uh, forever spot, no, th- man, landed on the field. I thought you were in the same place the whole time, until you were just like projecting yourself to us. No, man, it's a spaceship. I'd land over. Oh, I fucking know that now. When you were getting close to a settlement, I'd just land overnight on top of the old building and leave. Do you, do you, do you crush the buildings? Usually they were empty. I would check in advance. You crush them anyways? Wait, usually. What? Sometimes there'd be like rats or something. I don't know. They got out. It's fine. Listen, being an alien isn't easy. Everyone thinks that you're here to, like, steal their brains or their kidneys or their colons and stuff. I just want to get your merch and then sell it off more expensive later so that when my friends come and pick me up again, I can be rich. Get off planet. Alright. Perception check on her real fast. Sure. They're not coming to pick her up. 41. Holy shit. I rolled an at 20. Uh, I mean, all of you, Chris, Royari got a nat 20. You all look at each other like, those guys fucking scammed her. They robbed her stuff and then left her here to die. <laughs> Foil grimaces. Gertie. Ariado yeah. looks away and does the Excalibur face. Are you sure they're coming for you? How long has it been? More than a year now, I established shop in 4719, and it's getting to be not 4719 by quite a lot now. I really think that you should perhaps cut your loss. I know. This planet doesn't have, like, space travel. I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Well, Where I'm supposed to go. I'm just I mean, some freak with an alien spaceship and a load of things that's bought from other plants and this one mostly. Darling, everyone on this planet is a freak. Me. Yeah, but not everyone has four arms. Like, I don't know. That's not, like, that weird. Like, it's not, like, I. I it is, is it a little bit strange to me that you are an alien? Yes, I've mostly only met people from Galerion. Having four arms isn't that weird. There are definitely other like ancestries that have four arms I cannot we I could not tell you how to get back into space I do not think about things like that when instead I can think about being hot and being cool but 
you have a business. You make good money. A business that only you guys have ever entered. You seriously have to hit any other... You're fo- well, it's because you follow us everywhere! You're following yeah. us. Well, it's Curdy, done me good. Curdy, I want to propose something to you. Yeah? Magnamar? Verizia? I don't have the fuel to get there. Like, I'm run- running on emergency power at this point. I don't know how I'm going to get off this mountain, to be honest. Like, sometimes I'll crunch up your old magic items and, like, feed them into the Arcanium engine, but that's not going to be enough to get me any. I'm stuck. Hmm. I don't have Shit. anywhere else to go. So, yeah. Oh my goodness, a traveling circus. Whatever. What? Oh my god, you could come- like, listen, I can't- we can't bring the ship, I don't think, but you could, like, come with us. What? Yeah. We we have a traveling circus that makes ri- a ridiculous amount of money. Are you... Like a performer? Like, do you not see the way that I am dressed? Do you think regular people dress no, like I this? No, I know you're in the circus. Are you suggesting I join? Yeah. Yes! We've Are suge- you? I've su- yes. <laughs> We've suggested that people that have tried to kill us join. Is it that weird that I'm saying, Gertie, you could join the circus? No, um, I... I mean, I guess I have some powers that Galarianites wouldn't have. Like? She holds up a hand and, uh, fucking, like, balls of energy form and, like, start crackling with, like, arcane energy. Like, force bolts. Oh. Oh my god. Yeah, and if you throw magic missiles at me, I can absorb them. You can absorb you a can magic absorb missile? absorb something that I can't fucking avoid? Yeah. No way. Like William power. pulls out that one staff. Oh, shit. Do you shoot her? Yeah. <laughs> she yells and she fucking catches it. It, like, enters into her tripody hand, and you see, like, a glow passing through her veins, and she shouts, like, don't do that out of nowhere. What? Oh, shit. But <laughs> you said you could. Yeah. And you can do a kickflip if you want to. I could, but this is and it a kickflip. Okay. That sounds about right. Why am I here? What is happening? <laughs> What I am saying is... No, as in, like... Existentially? No. <laughs> Girl, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not even sure. Why me? Uh... Why Why did my ship appear here? I was just, you know, circling above, like, a few towns, trying to figure out where you'd be going with your card of loyalty. Which, again, tracking card. Sorry about that. Um, and... I... I'm not sure. Is there, like, any weird magic thing that would, like, pull me here? Probably. I mean, like, um, don't- isn't there, like, a merchant title for Aridin? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Haven't- have we not gotten you that are, yet? Well, I mean, you are right they next to the statue. Did I get pulled here by the statue? Maybe? I think Probably. so. <sighs> um... Okay. So what, is, what does that mean? What do I have to do about that? Well, that's what we're trying to... That's what we were trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. There's basically a bunch of different challenges, like the statue of the farmer, and then you have the farm, and the statue of okay. the tailor, and you have okay. to I'm, tame. I'm not. I'm not following, but okay. I suppose you have to merch. What? <laughs> <laughs> What? You... Anyways, um... 
<laughs> the statue is around here. Maybe you could come with us. It's literally right outside her door. Yeah, just no. I mean, just like leave to look at it to see. Yeah. Um. um okay. Don't love leaving my shop. The sun's rays are pretty powerful here. But I can kind of hop out real fast if needs be. You don't have, like, an umbrella? I mean, I do, but... She picks up a sci-fi umbrella. (laughs) You don't have a normal one? What do you mean a normal umbrella? This is a normal... She doesn't leave the place. She stares at you. (laughs) (laughs) She blinks. Let's just go. She walks outside with the umbrella. And (laughs) she is now standing with you guys in front of the merchant statue. And she's like, hmm. And it's a statue of Arden, ten feet tall. In one hand there is a bag of coins, and the other hand is a set of scales. And she looks at it and she looks back at you and says, I don't know I don't know what this means. This is this says nothing to me. Cool, it means nothing to us either. Maybe it means that we need to complete a transaction. Oh, you think so? Well, I mean, it's possible. A lot of the other, because they're like they're, they're like challenges. Like this statue is about uh, the statue of the beggar, and you need to ask for help. Like that sort of thing. Yes. And that was how we completed the first one, and this one that we're definitely still doing. So maybe we just need to sell something to you, or buy something from you, both. Um. Well, how about I try sell you something first, and okay. see how it. And if it works, then you, you know. Well, I do have an exorbitant to... amount of money, so sure. And I have an exorbitant amount of. And like, as she's in the middle of saying that, her eyes went, "Oh my god, I can sell you stuff that's not from this planet now." <laughs> you, you can. can. I have some stuff from other planets, and I haven't been able to sell it because I was gonna sell it when I left. But I'm not leaving, I guess. So, she claps her four hands together. Come inside and let me show you my wares. Of course. Uh, do you guys enter Gassy Goshek's Emporium? Fucking good. So, you now have uh, various things you can do. Including, if you'll see on the second page, I have a whole list of uh, alien technology. Ooh. A ray gun of wonder? <laughs> you have William pictures with a ray gun. <laughs> oh, do you like it? It's like, what is this? So, um, do you know what a firearm is? I don't know how... Yes, I know what a gun is. Okay, well, hey, don't get smart with me. There's plants that don't have guns. They're not one of them. I don't know that. Point is. Okay. The Ray Gun of Wonder. Um, As you can see, it is a gun, uh, but you can kind of know... Wait, I literally bought gunpowder from you. Yeah, some people use it for cannons. Uh, I mean, uh... (laughs) Anyway, the, the Ray Gun of Wonder, it's a plus two greater striking ray gun, which bears strange jagged markings of erratic design and oddly strange she gets. It can be activated for use a variety of unusual effects. Uh, That's really I cool. Um, he told me not to uh, tell you guys about the gunpowder. Uh, stop telling him still! Okay. I don't know what gunpowder you're talking about. Uh, yes, anyways. Um, okay. <laughs> anyway, the Ray Gun of Wonder... Um, it has it has a random effect depending on what you roll, kind of like a rod of wonder, except it's different because you know it's a different thing. Um, mm. She kind of grits her teeth and she points it at a at 
the floor and grimaces and she's gonna squeeze it and shoot and she's gonna roll a d100 um and that's gonna be oh shit a, a blast of water explodes from the gun uh like a hydraulic push and it like <laughs> launches her back a few feet she's whoa okay cool Ooh. so yeah it can do that it can also do other things but it's a gun and it shoots lasers and you have to recharge it overnight um, I think it's got something like it, it kind of has like pump action like you, she shows you the back and there's like a little pump on it like a super soaker you have to like reload it by pumping it and then it'll Ooh. be charged so it's like a regular gunpowder firearm except it doesn't use ammo it just uses kinetic energy kind of sick as hell I kind of like it would you want it would you want it? It's 5,000 gold. Uh, we'll check how much gold he has real quick. Uh, that's 951 times 10. 9,500. Yes, I would like it. Okay. Uh, she smiles and she hands you the Ray Gun of Wonder. Sick. Which you can use both as a weapon, but also as a, um, magic fuck you spell thing. Mm-hmm. Derry, I'm not gonna, or I probably won't, but I want you to know that you are being that, that those gadget skates. If I got them, the fear of God would enter into you. Was <laughs> Royari checking them out? Well, yeah, they are very stylish boots, but like kind of around the heels. You see, like um, I guess the best way of putting them is like Tron-like wheels. Okay. And they can kind of deploy. And she's like, "Oh, do you like them?" I, I do. What, I, I mean, as I like, what is it, roller skates or something? That's the thing. Kind of. Um, they're rocket propelled. Well, technically, they're quantum propelled. And point is, when you put these shoes on, um, it will double your speed, but it'll make it harder for you to move in specific directions because you know you'll be moving quite fast. I see. You can turn them on. You can turn them off. But if you want to chase someone, just. Flip it and go, and you'll be skating after them in no time at all. How much are they? Uh, that's that's a uh, two hundred gold. Um, they only last for a minute at a time. You can recharge them overnight uh, if you like. You know, zap them with an electricity spell. Interesting. Uh, d- shit. You know what? Fuck it. I haven't. I've. I have so much money that yeah, fuck it. Why not? Okay. Um. What about you, Ariatu? Is there anything I can get you? I think she's looking around until she happens upon the last boots. <laughs> yeah? They're, these are these boots are like... I guess the best way of putting them is they look like punk rock shoes, except they're made of like steel that is clearly like forged hard. But when you pick them up, they're not that heavy. And she's like, oh, the blast boots. Um... So, I have, a, I have a question. Do you like to jump? I mean, yeah, sometimes. What is the highest you've ever jumped? She says, putting her, like, four hands together. I, uh, a little shorter than I am, like, maybe about four-ish feet. That's pretty good. How would you like to jump 80 feet directly up? Like <laughs> 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 it. I think that'd be fun. So these sh- rock- these shoes have little rockets in the bottom. She shows you, and there's like weird sci-fi shit in- on the bottom. And she says, when you jump with these, they actually like shoot out uh, 
plasma, and it'll let you jump 80 feet directly up, or 120 feet horizontally. And one minute after you do this, they'll sh keep shooting plasma out of your boots, so you can kind of fly around. <laughs> oh my god! Um, they only last for a minute, and for the first round, you will kind of have to, like, you're probably going to be a little clumsy, because, you know... You've got two Might. rockets strapped to your feet. Fighting some whiplash, probably, yeah. Mm -hmm. But you do get to go very high, very fast, 80 feet in the air, and then continue flying for a minute. And oh. because because these aren't, uh, you're not going to need uh, your broom, which I hope you still have. I do. Um, you won't need to take an action to take it out, and then another action to get out and fly. This is just a single jump. Hmm... Oh. <laughs> Tempting. How much? Uh, that this one would be about two thousand seven hundred fifty gold. Ah, oh, like four hundred off. She makes a face and says, "You know what? I'll I'll drop that to one thousand five hundred. You've been a real good customer. <laughs> I'll give you two thousand. Keep the tip." Oh, <laughs> she. You can't see her face because it is held by a scarf. That is something you know. It's. In which word culture, the mouth is considered obscene, so they don't show their mouths. She must have been feeling particularly risky when her, her human sona didn't have a face uh, face mask. Um, point is, she puts these boots in your hands and she takes the gold, and you now have fucking Iron Man boots. <laughs> <laughs> There's one last item that I think uh, Ritz should see by popular demand. Yeah. There's, this has been something that uh, many fans have been requesting. Uh, the Rocket Pogo? Is it the fucking Rocket Pogo? <laughs> it's there. If you'd like to be interested in it. I'm looking at the Rocket Pogo. She comes over. It's a pogo stick. It's like bright green neon, like squishy bits on it. You know how like pogo sticks be? Yeah, yeah. Except where the bottom thing is, it is in fact an actual rocket engine. <laughs> oh my god. Are you looking? Are you interested in the rocket pogo? Is this safe? Ah, uh, mostly. Is OSHA approved? We don't have OSHA where I'm from. It's okay if we don't have it here, and he grabs it. He tries it out. <laughs> um, you do. It immediately pogo's you into the fucking ceiling. You fucking into. <laughs> She's like, "What are you doing? I didn't see it go that high." So, here's the thing. The Rocket Pogo mm -hmm. is a vehicle. Oh. And it will let you move 60 feet horizontally or 30 feet vertically. However, you can uh, use a tree action of activity to recklessly drive the uh, Rocket Pogo in an unstable launch, which will be, do 10d6 fire damage to the pilot, the Pogo itself, and everyone within a 10-foot radius. Also, people who attack you while you're on the pogo will have a harder time, because you're on a pogo. That fucks, actually. I really like that. <laughs> I'll take it. Okay. So that's gonna be 1,000 gold. Is that okay? Yes. She claps her hands he together a little bit. Bag of platinum. Thank you. Um, and thank you for, like, not freaking out. I know I'm strange and weird and everything, and I haven't been honest, but I appreciate that you guys have been my best customers, and 
I know now I'm not getting off mad, so I guess I'll really enjoy being your co-workers. As much as I um, hate to say it, Gertie, very, very much like. <laughs> you think so? Oh, yes, very. Um, welcome to the team. He, like, holds out a hand for her to shake. She high-fives it. Oh! And she high-fives it again with a second hand. <laughs> that, was good. that was a good one. She beams a little bit and says, um... Do you guys have a way off this mountain? Um, I mean, well, we... Well, we fought here. We will, uh, after we're done. It, it will be a little bit. Well, um, I'm gonna try burn some old magic items in the Arcania Mansion. So, when you need to leave, maybe I'll be able to fly you out? That'd be Ooh. pretty sick. I, that'd be nice, yeah. You'll that'd see how fun. I was able... You'll be able to see how I was able to get from town to town. <laughs> Yay. So, um, good luck on your adventures, everyone, and, you know, come by the store whenever you're done. Thank you, Julie. Thank she you, nods, She nods and smiles, and you guys kind of, like, make your way out, and you all stand in front of the, uh, uh Gashi Goshek's, uh, Emporium, where adventure goes, we follow. And now you quite understand that Quite literally, actually. Quite literally, <laughs> from the start. Uh, but more importantly... You're all standing now in front of the statue of the merchant. And um, all of you kind of feel this um, power inside of you as you stand in front of it. And you understand that you are, you've gotten another title. <laughs> A quasi real bag of coin appears in each of your hands. And you have all claimed the title of merchant. So my question this time is, what is an item that you valued over all others on your adventures? <laughs> um, <laughs> Volio uh, valued the bag of weasels that he's never used. I don't think that counts. I don't think that counts in the eyes of the statue. <laughs> Fine. Volio's va- uh, he's valued his cauldron. Yeah, okay. The walking yeah, cauldron. He's- uh, yeah, the walking cauldron. He hasn't used it a lot recently because he hasn't gotten to. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he really enjoyed he, he, he really enjoyed learning potions, and that was something that he enjoyed a lot. And he enjoyed drawing the silly little face on it. We haven't really talked about the, po- the cauldron very much because, other than the fact that it walks, it really is just a cauldron. But it really has yeah. helped you make all those potions that have kept you going all this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and that was I think your first purchase from Gertie too. I think so. Funny how things turn out. <laughs> what about the rest of you? Any of you have an item that sticks out? Uh, the Eye of Essence. Okay. Tell me about it. Um, I think that when uh, the... I can't remember who it was. The, the people that gave uh, her the uh, the Eye of Essence at the, the Hermitage of, of, yeah. Bless, of mm-hmm. Bless Lightning. Uh, the Hermitage of Bless Lightning. Um, I think that it was uh obviously Rayari was happy to just like help but it was there it was like a kind of the first time that they like really had been adventurers and it was just it was just an item that made them feel like special and then it proceeded to be extremely useful the entire time (laughs) integral to not dying um 
And I think that, um, because, uh, she wears it around, uh, his neck, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, the, like, next to the actual religious symbol that, uh, that she usually wears. So I think it's just, like, it's important. It, it's, it's like a, you know, when there's, like, a ring or a piece of jewelry that you put on every day? It's like that. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it, it, it has been a constant, and it is really useful, and it was a, an important gift. Yeah. Like that. I think that's a very that's very fair, yeah. And Ariato, what about you? Is there an item that stood out from all the rest when your adventures? I think her demon mask. You reckon? The one you got from um Baleni? Yes. Um that was I think it's a kind of ma- I think it's the uh the kind of item that is a little personal because she also did put her personal touch by putting pyrography on the mask. Mm-hmm. And I think it kind of shows the, the, the kind of person that Ariato is a little bit, because even though she is very, like, um, even though she's a really nice person, at least she tries to be, uh, she's not afraid to put the fear of God in everyone that opposes her. Mm-hmm. And I think the inverse is true, too. Even though there is this darkness inside Ariato. It's one that she's tamed and made beautiful. I think it really is an item that, like you said, shows the kind of person she is, no matter what way you look at it. I like that. I really do. So, as each of you stands before here, you come to the conclusion that money makes the world go around one way or another, whether you like it or not. But it's not just about the money. It's about the things you have, the items you use, the stories that they tell as well. Throughout your journeys, you have collected coin and used it to buy and sell countless magic items. And without them, you wouldn't be standing here today. So you've all collected your fifth title of Aradon. Not too shabby. How are you all doing as this kind of feeling starts to come off you and you're all standing in front of the alien spaceship of Gassigoshek, or we'll probably still call her Gertie. Volio feels... uh, I don't know what Volio feels, actually. I don't know, this is a weird revelation from... Feels good to have a fifth title, though. <laughs> I think Ariato's doing alright. Um, the revelation was a lot, but now she has <laughs> sick-ass sci-fi boots. <laughs> it's true. What do you guys do? Uh, as you're standing outside the shop, you can see from here the cliff that leads up to the artist trial and oh shit you didn't buy paint oh fuck do you think we could still run inside and get some yes it'd be a little awkward but yeah (laughs) (laughs) hey Gertie I know we just had a moment but he's like oh what's up we need Uh, paint yes do you have paint uh acrylic or gouache it doesn't really matter. Just try her or... Don't get fancy for us. Uh, I got a, I got a deal on the acrylic right now. It's two copper. Okay, okay, we'll take it. Okay. She comes out of the store with the umbrella and hands you a set of acrylic paint. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, hands her some copper. Thank you. She makes her way back inside. It is a little awkward. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have obtained paint. Finally. It is like, a, it is getting close to the evening right now. 
Uh, if you went up there, you would probably have to set a camp there. To an extent, that's not really that bad because you can see most of the veil from here. I think yeah. Yeah, I think that that would be a good place to to rest. Okay. Do you climb up the far side cliff face and uh, get to the artist trial? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, up you go. Um, um, you find yourself uh, near the ten-foot statue of a man holding a brush. Um, like before, there are uh, several paintings, um, most of which show Arden. Um, first one is like it shows the Vasque with uh, the six small gemstone suns uh, and him being about ready to steal them. Then there's a second painting showing four towers lit by their own miniature suns. And then finally, a fifth tower and the outline of the same man is left unfinished. So you would have... Uh, there's also the shitty mud painting of... Actually, as you look at it, it says, quote, mud and less savory pigments. I really don't know what less savory pigments mean, and I don't want to think about it. No, you know what it means. What the fuck did they see on the wall? No, you know. Anyway, <laughs> the trial... The again? <laughs> No, it's fine. <laughs> um, the point is, there's a painting, and you have to finish it. Volio looks at Ariadne. What? You're the artist here. I, I mean, I guess it, this isn't using my medium, but I can try. I'll show you the wonderful. Ariadne, you know that Nocticula doesn't let you finish works of art before midnight. <sighs> can we wait till midnight? Yeah, well, sure, of course. You would start before we, midnight, you, but you ha you're not allowed to say I'm done until midnight. Uh, do you want? Do you want me to like start getting like dinner ready and things? Like it, it's getting late. Yeah, it's just not particular thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, no worries, no worries. I, I completely, I am literally a champion. I completely understand. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I don't want to upset her. Um, <laughs> I love, I love that we're just doing like, oh yeah, let's do some, uh, just you know, what's the word? We're being religiously tolerant here, guys. <laughs> of course they are! <laughs> Ariadne gets a religious exemption from this. Um, oh my god. <laughs> so, you guys have dinner. Um, Ariadne, I think you probably start, like, around 10 o'clock, maybe? Um, the painting is mostly finished, so it's really just, like, f like finishing what is already there. Yeah. Um, how do you like the place as it starts getting dark? How do I like the place? Yeah, because you're not going to be able to... Well, never fucking mind you have dark vision. God, fuck yeah, me. I do. <laughs> you got super... You got ultra dark vision at this point. Yeah. Well, there's a spotlight just in case. <laughs> Thank you, Volio. Uh, Volio, you turn on your halo and it works. Um, by Volio, let me... <laughs> floodlights. Floodlights. And Rary... Rary and Volio, do you guys like try to get some sleep or are you going to wait until Ariadne's done? I think they're going to wait. Yeah. Okay. They don't want. They don't want to leave her alone. So yeah. now, now when she's doing something important for the party. Okay. <laughs> I want everyone to make me a. Or I want Ariadne to make me a craft check and everyone to make me a perception check. Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. Yep. You, lucky motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you, you <laughs> lucky motherfucker. Yeah. Quite literally, the DC. I, I swear to God. <laughs> She's good at what she does. <laughs> Evidently. Um, so how how does this uh, how does it work out? Like, what does it look like? Yeah. How how what's what is this looking like when you come 
finish it, you know? I think it's a... I think it's a, uh... A view of the circus from the audience point of view. Okay. They're, like their tent set up and everything, and everyone performing. Okay. Um, so you have this kind of like around the base of the Aeon Tower, which was already finished. So the way it looks is you've got the Aeon Tower, which you fixed up, and you've got Iron floating above it, which whatever. But you have painted the Circus of Wayward Wonders around its at bottom, which honestly is really accurate, all things considered. Considering really the reason that these towers still stand is because of you guys. So we'll get to that because you're not finished yet, but what did everyone roll in their perception check? Uh, Blue, you got a 28. 28, okay. 44. Okay. And Ariato? 47, nat 20. That is so perfect. Why? <laughs> Ariato, with your nat 20, you feel it way before it happens. The hair on the back of your neck starts to stand on end. And you start to feel these anxiety swirls through your stomach, and there's like itches. It's not dr- as dramatic as it uh, was once before, but you know all too well what that means. How does she? They're on their way. And I think at one point you just put down your tools and stand up and just turn and wait. Royari, I think it's you who sees them. It's not like it's particularly hard to see them, considering how many there are. Hmm. It's like a glow on the horizon. Down at the bottom of the cliffs, you see this orange glow uh, flickering through a cloud of smoke as it approaches, and then you hear laughter. Lots of laughter. And as it approaches, through the smoke and the flames, you see what is coming up the cliff. Other changelings. About 20 of them. All of whom bear a passing resemblance to Ariato. All of whom are riding on the backs of flaming horses. And at the front of the charge is a changeling that Ariato you recognize. Me like. There is a mad look on their eyes as they gallop up the hillside, up this cliff face towards you all, like from the hill, away from the steep, the like sheer side. And you realize, quite frankly, you're trapped. Not that I think you any of you were planning on running. Ariado, you were waiting for this. You knew they were coming before Rayari could even see them. And like as Rayari is like shaking Volio to like get up, grab his weapon, you are already ready to face off against this horde of sisters that you didn't even realize that you had. You don't even know how it's possible for you to have this many sisters. Considering they all look in and around, like, somewhere between, like, 20 to 30, you don't know how you have this many sisters, but they're here. (sighs) What do you guys do as they approach? Ariado is prepping her spells. (laughs) I don't know what the (laughs) other two are doing. She's not focused on them right now. (laughs) Well, as army of sisters... Uh, well, I know that Rayari's just got, like, a weapon. Okay. Ariato, worried. Or her. Okay. Uh, they're just, like, coming up the Yes, hill. they are galloping up the hill quite fast on these flaming horses. God damn. Which you That's would crazy. recognize by now as nightmares. Yeah. Um, I wonder if there's anything I could do to fuck them over. 
as they're like coming towards us. Okay, what do you do? Uh, <laughs> well, he's just kind of like looking at them. He's got like a hammer in one hand and he's like leaning on it casually, and then he just kind of like raises a finger and then <laughs> he casts zero gravity. Uh, as the horses uh, gallop up the hill, they kind of like start floating. And then Volley, you see something like, oh, fuck me. Mm-hmm. Because they start flying towards you. Oh! <laughs> Everyone, let's roll initiative against the Changeling Hunt! No. Why didn't I think the magic horses could fly? <laughs> Volley, I could not tell you why you think the things that you do. Dice will roll will return after these messages. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did, and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So, yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today, or go to Anchor FM to get started. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Oh, wait, uh, technically you don't have to re-roll uh, Perception. You already rolled it. Oh. So, KK, oh. you, your tough break? I don't know what it was. You got your net 20, though. Oh, sick. Cool. Never mind then. Oh, wait. Did, did I have to roll perception then? No, you're good. Oh, okay. Well, you're at 28. Ariadne, you got a nat 20. And Royari, you are electing. Even though you saw them, just stand there. <laughs> so, top of the order is going to be Ariato. Uh, Ariato, you never... When you were a little girl, you probably wished you had sisters. Beelzebub was close, but you would have liked someone who you could really relate to true blood. Well, have 20 of them. All riding horses and carrying spears and cackling with, like, ashy tattoos in their skin and wild looks in their eyes. And at the front, Kimeleki, the one sister you've met by name so far. What do you do? I will say it's hard to make them out because they're kind of, like, uh, in this smoky cloud. You can see them, but, like, the way it looks is almost like they're less... The way this uh, looks is less that it's going to be, like, um, less, like, individual creatures and more like one big group of creatures. Like a swarm of people. A troop, if you will. Okay. Okay. So Um, consider these people one single entity for now. Then she is going to do the slightest bit of setup. Okay. Followed by a new... So she is going okay. to cast Foresight on Volio. Okay, so what does Foresight do? Uh, you gain a sixth sense that warns you of danger that might befall the target of the spell. Uh, if you choose a creature other than yourself as a target, you create a psychic link through which you gain, which you can inform the target of danger. So I can give them, uh, I can basically give Volio a fortune effect. Oh! Ooh. Oh my god, okay. Target of Foresight defends against hostile creature or other danger. Effect if, effect if a hostile creature or a danger forces the target to roll dice, a saving throw for example, the target rolls twice and uses the higher result. But if the hostile creature is rolling against them, they have to roll twice and use the lower result. Mm-hmm. I'm using How this on the this tank. <laughs> How long does this last for? Hold on. An hour. <laughs> what? Ooh. And it's not once per day, it just... <laughs> 
For an hour, you have a... What? Mm -hmm. Yo! Okay. Level nine um, spell. Ariato, how does this look when you cast it on him? Like, what, what does this look like? So I think what happens is... I, I like to think that Volio is probably standing in front of her because, mm -hmm. you know, he's a melee. He's a, he's yeah. a melee uh, character. So what she does is she puts her hand on his back and instead of... Her, like, when her eyes flash open, in front of each eye is the eye of Noxicula and the eye mm -hmm. of Seraphim. Mm-hmm. And then Volio gets, like, a golden and purplish uh, glow around him for a second. Uh-huh. And then there's almost, like, an eye, like a third eye floating on his forehead of those same colors. That is so cool. I love that. Awesome. Okay. Volio, you are powered to fuck up. Nothing bad is going to happen to you here. You can be as reckless as you like. Nothing bad ever happens to Volio. <laughs> <laughs> Ariadu, you have two actions left. You are ready for this shift. What do you do? Oh, that's right. And that 20. So I didn't even have to do the thing that I was going to do. Okay. Oh God. How far away are they again? Uh, right now, they seem to be within 80 feet because they've moved since uh, Volio cast his zero gravity. Oh, speaking of which, that means Volio, you are raging. Yeah, I know. He was already raging with the spell. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Then she's gonna have gonna have her army of sisters roll a reflex save for her. <laughs> okay, well, let's see. Uh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, uh oh, uh, that is gonna be a five plus their reflex, which is uh. 25, that's a 40 total. That does not save against Ooh. a sunburst. Ooh. Okay. Um, cool. How, how, what, well, how much damage is that going to be as you create a fucking exploding sun from the middle of this troop? Well, that's a 10 DA. That is in 8 uh, 10 so. Okay. That is 36 damage. Okay, very nice. Um, so, Ariadu, you, like, create this explosion, uh, within the middle of the group, and, uh, you hear a few of them screech in pain as they're knocked, like, sideways by this blast of fire. Uh, none of them are dead yet, but they are, like, rushing towards you still. Uh, a little worse for wear. Um, I think and she normally, smirks at that. <laughs> normally, the nightmares would have, uh, resisted this, uh, fire damage, but Sunburst straight up does ignore fire, uh, resistance, so... <laughs> Yeah, super cool, super fun. Um, is that your turn? That is her turn. All right. It is now going to be the Changeling Hunt's turn. So the Changeling Hunt is a troop, like I mentioned. This means that they're essentially a human swarm. What's awesome about them is that they uh, currently take up about 16 squares, each individual little tokens taking that up. However, as you fight them, they will start losing this space, and more and more as you kill them will kind of like vanish, right? However, this does mean that they can change their shape, so they do rush up to you and immediately surround you completely. Like, they are literally on all sides of you. Um, all right. And as they are kind of, like, doing that, um, I think Kimeleki is real close to you, Ariato. And they're kind of, like, running in circles around you, all these horses, um, screaming and, like, whinnying. Uh, but Kimeleki kind of spits out from the crowd and says, I told you I'd see you again! <laughs> Yeah, great uh, job. How are the burns, by the way? She snarls, and she's going to... Uh, well, all of them are going to start doing something. 
they're going to use Wild Swing. Um, the members of the Changeling Hunt wildly swing their weapons, mostly claws and spears, uh, stabbing into you. So you guys all need to make a reflex save. <clears throat> I rolled a 35. 32. Oh. 44. <laughs> yeah, well, you're fine. Uh, well, you're all fine. <laughs> you're going to take half damage. Ariadne, you're going to take full damage. And Royari, you, I think you have evasion, so do you just take half damage as well? I, I, okay. I, I think that's... Yeah, I'd, I mean, I'd yeah, yeah it, it treats it as one success, one uh, degree higher. Volio and Royari, you're going to take half damage. Ariato, you're going to take full damage of 6d6 plus 20 damage as they all kind of swarm around you, slashing and stabbing. That's going to be 37 damage to Ariato and to Volio uh, and Royari, that's going to be 19 damage each. Volio, it is your turn. Uh, you feel particularly whimsical right now as arcane rage arcs through your body. I'm um, kind of coiled around your shoulder. Uh, I'll be let instead of um, telling you to kill. What do you do? I think he tests out his new toy. Um, oh, okay. First, first we're gonna go for the pistol. Okay. Uh, gonna go a little ape shit later. Actually, I, you know what? Fuck it. We're gonna go crazy at first. He's taking out the fire repogo and he's gonna go fucking the bat, bat shit insane. He's gonna run into the crowd of sisters and he's gonna go. He's gonna do the fucking uh, all out thing. Okay, so you're gonna do an unstable launch. Uh, they're gonna yes. need to make a reflex save. Um, and so will Royari and Ariato real fast because. <laughs> This is a lot of, like, energy exploding out of the engine of your pogo stick. If this rolls badly, I am going to grab a real dice. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to use a hero point, actually. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah, a good idea. Oh, uh, no, this is be against your class CC, Leo. Oh, class CC. Okay. That's... Yeah, then only Dave passes right now. That's better. Uh, 40... 45. Yeah, you pass. Okay. So you'll take half damage from this Ariato. Uh, Royar, you'll take no damage. Volio, you have to make a reflex save as well. So 40. I, that's my DC exactly. Uh, okay, so you plus pass. Plus two, considering the... Uh, plus two, that's correct. Ooh, uh, actually, yeah. no, it's so, a... Uh, no, roll twice. Roll twice. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the first one. Yeah, yeah you'll take the first one. Well, you, at least you'd have it, right? Um, yeah. So, that means that... Uh, and Day rolled a total of 39. Okay, shit. So roll me 10d6 fire damage, Volio. As you fucking, like, pull out a pogo stick, get on it, and then into the air, and uh, it shoots out plasma and a jet. Uh, You launch yourself, like, super high up in the air, and then you come down on top of another one, and she lets out an... That's 32 damage. Okay, 32 damage. And they're actually going to take extra damage from uh, this, as well as what Ariadne did, because as a troop, they're weak to area damage. And uh, I will say, Volio, that as you come down, you actually do kill a few of the people that Ariadne had already, like, weakened with her sunburst. So, like, boing, as you explode up, like, you see a few sisters launch off their horses, tumbling off the side of the cliff, and then, like, you land on another one's face. (laughs) God. (laughs) Uh, Which means that you actually remove a third of the size of this troop, meaning that instead of uh, taking up 16 squares, they now have 12 squares. Woo! Volio killed the pogo stick. Okay, Volio, is that your turn? Yep. Okay, right, it is Royari's turn. Royari, Volio's fucking being silly, but it's working. Okay. What do you do? I think that I'm just gonna attack uh, somebody next to me. I'll use a finisher so I can move through afterwards. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna immediately use a, I guess, a lethal one. Okay, sure. Is that 
Or should we not? I'm not sure. You can use a little furniture, for sure. To... Well, Volley was already melted the face of several of these people with a rocket stick bogo, so... Ariato okay, has the lovely. eyes of, I'm gonna kill everyone here, so... And he's like, well... Don't go overboard, dears. Um, and then... Uh, is going to use a lethal finisher. Mm-hmm. I'm using hero point. Maybe a good call. What do you roll? What the fuck? I rolled a nat one. It says a 19 on my screen. Oh, <gasps> fuck you. Oh, my God. Oh. Royari, what did you uh, roll? I rolled a nat 20. My fucking God. Okay, cool. I mean, you got a crit card, obviously. Um, but holy shit. Okay. So, um, add up that damage for me real fast. So everything. Okay, wait, no. They have to make a fortitude save against us as well. Yes. Um, oh it's my a, god. I don't know. It's this person right next to me. Well, technically you're attacking the whole group. Oh, 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 okay. I thought that it was, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is going to be, uh, a, that is a 34. And this is going to be tiered down? No, it's already a fail. So that would be a crit fail. What you're telling me is that you did your... They crit failed because they, you already got a crit on them, which tears down the result. If they fail, it's a crit fail. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Um... So so what's the, what's the damage that I should be rolling? Because so I, I don't... You're going to be doing double your regular damage, uh, plus double your electricity and fire damage, plus 29 deadly damage, plus your uh, lethal finisher damage, which I believe is 18d6. Okay. So, everything is doubled? Uh, everything except your deadly damage is doubled, and then roll 18d6. 161 damage. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so Royari, how do you do this? How does this look? You don't kill them all, but you certainly, like, kill multiple of them as you, like, are going. I think, because I don't think that Rayari moves to kill on purpose, and, like, Rayari's not like an I am going to attack and, and kill because I feel like it. Rayari um, does that, their friends are threatened, and they are currently surrounded, so I think that um, when somebody or somebody's look like they are going to attack Ariado, um, Rayari, who has spent this entire campaign, um, even though she technically doesn't need protecting, Rayari likes protecting her. Um, so I think that he literally, like, stabs through multiple at once. Okay. Royari, uh, you line up this perfect shot, and you skewer about, like, four or five of these, like, uh, witches in a row, and, like, stab through them one by one by one, and when you end your, like, uh, cool somersault, you've got, like, you pull your sword back, and five of them fall at your feet. That's 161 damage. I'm pretty sure that is the highest damage you've done in the campaign so far at all. And that drastically reduces the amount of uh, space that these guys are taking. Taking them down another tier and bringing them down to nine. Um, Kimileki is still there and she's looking up with wild eyes. Um, and all of them are quite clearly like thrown off by this. Um, a few of like the horses have also been injured, obviously. Um, and she kind of like pauses stopping her nightmare for a second as the others continue circling before shaking her head and says we'll do what we need for mother we'll get you all of you you can try um Ariado, it is your turn oh it's not my, it's it's that is not true you're kidding that was one hit that was, that was one only one hit yeah 
Ah! That's the first hit, Barry. It was a finisher, um, but okay. I am going to um, ideally tumble through. Okay. 36. That work. Uh, against them. No, unfortunately, that actually doesn't. There's a lot of people here, a lot of horses, and they're kind of pinning you in place. Rari's going to try it again. Okay. 43. That's more like it. Uh, except it isn't. They're, they're, they're horses. They're kind of, even though you're trying to get out, they're still circling you. And while you've already, like, both of you and Volio and Ariatu's efforts have, like, so far already decimated a lot of them, you can tell that they're, they're not doing so hot. But they're doing hot enough to be able to pin you in. So there's that. Ariato, it's your turn. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> like, about, like, a dozen changelings are now, like, dead around the place. Um, but seriously, there's still, like, a lot, including Kimeleki. What do you do? I think that, again, I think she's just gonna put up a little bit of setup before going absolutely apeshit. So, she's going to put up Divine Aura. Okay. And what's Divine Aura do? Remind me. Uh, 10-foot emanation. It targets all allies in the area, and it gives a plus one stat bonus AC and stays while in the area, so long as it's of, of the opposing uh, alignment. And I'm choosing good. Okay. So evil guys who attack you in the area, they're going to have a penalty. Cool. Yes. Uh, bonuses granted by the spell increase the plus two against attacks by and effects created by creatures with an alignment opposite to the spell. Oh, so, okay, so it's a plus two. Got it. Uh, That's actually really strong. Bonuses increase to plus four against effects created by such creatures that attempt to impose the controlled condition on a target of your divine aura, as well as uh, Mm -hmm. against attacks made by creatures summoned by anything opposite in the alignment of your divine aura. Okay. And I can't sustain this. Okay. And when a creature of the opposite alignment hits a target with a melee attack, they can make a will save or be blinded for a minute. Yep. Fuck. Okay. You have one action left. What do you do? I'm going to choose to cast another spell. <laughs> okay, what spell? Well, because of Wiccan casting. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry, everyone, for what she's about to do. Oh, God. Uh. Whale of the Banshee. Oh, God! <laughs> um, does this affect your friends? 40-foot emanation, yeah, it does. I need oh. a fortitude save. Everyone needs to make a fortitude save. You know what? Makes sense for Ariato, though. Um, that's an 11 plus, uh, 32. That's a 43. 43 is my DC. Okay, so they're going to take half damage. Uh, that being wait. said, there's not many of them left. Okay, Royari and Volio, both you make me a 4 save? Mm, 38. 38. Well, good thing you're a juggernaut, Volio, because that heightens to a success. That goes up to a success. Yeah. Oh, shit, 43. Okay, so everyone's going to take half damage here. 39. Oh, my God. Well, 39 damage. Ariato, how do you, how does this go? Because they had 34 HP! Oh man, I don't know if it's anything like extremely flashy here, but there is like a visible sound wave that goes off when she screams at such a high pitch that I'm sure, I'm sure everyone can hear it within like a couple miles yes. Yeah, within the entire valley, I think they hear it. Um, on top of that, this isn't just, like, sound. It is sound that affects the soul. It reverberates through them as your eyes glow. And you see several of them just kind of clutching their heads and hearts as they scream before, like, f- 
like flies, they kind of like drop. And most of them are killed immediately. Uh, maybe like two or three remain. Um, some of them like just scramble away off the side of the cliff to like get away from you. A, like a horse or two like charges. The only one that remains trying to fight is Kimeleki, who is clearly like battered and bruised and not looking well. And she's kind of like standing and panting as uh, the others disperse, but she kind of like just raises a fist. She's kind of like clutching her fists, and you can see like that ashy paint on her skin. Uh, she's snarling. She says, Go ahead, Den! <laughs> I'm not down! I'm ready to do what I have to do! And what do you have to do? She throws a bunch of Ariato. Yay. That's an out one blow! Ariato blocks it off with her forearm and goes, Well, you wanted to see me. You see me. What now? She pants and like her hair is crazed. Royari and Volio, I don't know if you've put two plus two together and realized this is the woman who brought the Convergence last to the um, Eagle Garrison? Mm. Well, I mean, Rari, Rari could, could gather that, but yeah. they, they had no idea what she looked like in the first yeah. place. Ariana did also throw a little bit of a tantrum when she told them, so... <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. Um, but she's kind of, like, snarling and, like, baring her teeth and says, What's so special about you, huh? Why, why you? Why me what? I've been doing this for, like, five years, and I'm still not allowed to grow. But she hears about you and she wants you immediately? This is bullshit! Wait. I'm like this because she left me on a doorstep of an abusive ringleader. Oh, boo-hoo! I was left in a fucking butcher shop! How does that make you special, goddammit? And I resisted her call. What are you- Then doing? why? Then why? If you don't even want the fucking call, then why? Because I resisted the call. She snarls a little bit, uh, kind of like cracking her fingers, uh, like, you know, one-handed. She is clearly unhinged. I'm fucking no, I don't care about this whole deal that she's got with, this, with these troglodytes. I don't care about making a fortune on the River of Souls when the island sinks. All I care about is getting to be the strongest I can be. So why does some interloper younger sister who doesn't even give a shit about all this get to rise above everyone else look I get feeling weak I get that completely but I'm here because I'm where I am because I chose to defy what I what I was I didn't choose to go along with it Mother has great power, yeah. But the second that she knows she has power over you... You're not the same. You're basically an ant. I think her eyes widen in fury as you say that. Before you try to stab me again... Yeah, she was actually raising her fist! I, th I think Rayari is, is just, is, like, holding out the, the like, hand, like, stop trying to stab it's not going to work. That is going to be a 4 plus 36. What's up? That's a 4 plus 36. She does try to punch you again. Does a 37 hit? 
that does hit, but um, she immediately puts her in a lock. Okay. Uh, do you want to make me, like, I don't know, an athletics, acrobatics check? Uh, acrobatics. Sure. 34. Against her, it's going to be a success. She does do 19 damage to you, though, as she, like, decks you in the face. <laughs> and she screams and says, I'll fucking kill you! Uh, Voyeur, Royar, do you want to help stop her? Because um, she's unhinged. I actually think... I actually think that Rayari is literally going to use um, um, Glimpse of Redemption. Okay, sure, what do you say? You are just like Ariato. You are a hurt child whose mother doesn't actually care about you. Hurting your sister is not going to make you feel better. Her eyes widen and her pupils are like pinpricks in the night and she says... You know a fucking goddamn thing about us. You can't come here and say that my mother doesn't care about me. I've been working five years for her. I don't care. I just care that this sniveling bitch doesn't understand the the power she could have if she stopped being so whiny. She has amazing power of her own. Ariato doesn't need her mother. Ariato doesn't need anyone. Well, obviously everybody needs family, but... That doesn't need to be your mother. <laughs> I have to laugh at that. She needs family? She's turned her back on the only fucking family she's ever had. Blood family? Because my blood family is trying to kill me right now. We're not trying to fucking kill you, asshole. We're trying to bring you home. What? Mother sent for us. You are so lucky you weren't asleep. Or our sisters would have come to you in your dreams. And it would have been all so much easier. I'm lucky. She just kind of stares at you. Are you sure that's home? Make me a diplomacy check. 41. Kimileki looks you in the eye, Ariato, and an expression kind of crosses her face. And Kimileki, with her will DC of 42, spits at you and says, Go to hell. And she begins casting a spell. If you want to roll initiative against her, uh, everyone real fast, you can. 39. Do you think that I could roll initiative with diplomacy? Sure. Because I was trying Absolutely. to thank you. Wow, I'm making use of, 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 of mechanics? That's crazy. Oh Die. my god. Huh? Oh my god. <laughs> I rolled a uh, nat 20. Yeah, so. okay, sure. Ariado? <laughs> I rolled a 44. Okay. Royari and Ariado, you get to go before her. You can see she's in the middle of casting what appears to be a blast spell. What do you do? Rayari, you got four actions. She looks extremely weak right now, I will say. Uh, I think that Rayari is going to pull out the sure. <laughs> whip of stop that. Okay, cool. Uh, it's it's what it's called. In yeah, the the whip I know it's not actually called we that. Don't, don't love that name. Yeah, I, I, this feels mean. Okay. <laughs> Um, and I am going to try and knock her out, or at least, like, grab her. I'm, I'm trying to attack her. Okay. I am going to use a... Actually. So she's one person. Yes. I don't have... I don't have, uh... I don't have, uh, panache right now. Correct. I'm going to, um... Try and tumble through to get right behind her. Okay. Like, so that they're, like... So that they're surrounding her. Mm -hmm. Like, all three of them. Okay. It's one action. 43. That's gonna hit. 
Okay. Well, okay. Well, yeah, that means I get, I get to go through. Okay. okay. Um, you do it. And then once that they're surrounding her, I'm going to use a, a, pr- a precise strike. Okay. I, I, this is, uh, it's unreal well, funny. There's, uh, there's no way you can be bullshitting me. I rolled a nat 20, so. Well, double of 16 is going to be 32, plus 6 is 38, uh, plus 11 deadly damage. That's 49, 59? Like that? No, it's 49, it's 49. She had 20 HP. Royari, you immediately flip behind her. Take out the whip, uh, kind of like catch her on the back, and she lets her scream before just she just kind of goes limp in Ariato and Volio's arms. And I think all of you are aware of what she just tried to do. Blow herself up. Oh my god. Yep. Immediately <laughs> I had a feeling Immediately once you said blast spell, I was like, oh she's she's trying to <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> so you have a hostage! Um, changeling. It sounds like, um, real fast, it's a good thing you went to sleep. Or you didn't go to sleep. Because, um, maybe there were some night hags that were going to visit you in your dreams and weaken you before the attack. So, fair play on the one night you shouldn't go to sleep. Somehow having a reason to not go to sleep. (laughs) Yeah, Ariado being religious. (laughs) (laughs) Rayari was literally just like, I don't want to leave my, 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 my dear friend alone. That would be rude. Um, Rayari is uh, just sort of puts uh, their hands on their hips and is like, sorry, I saw her about to blow herself up and I wanted to stop that before it happened, both for her sake and ours. Completely <laughs> all right, <clears throat> but I think we should clear out considering the, and she looks at all of the bodies. <laughs> oh dear, this is, oh, that's unsightly and I always, I dislike having to kill. Um, Rayari sort of s- scratches the side of, of his neck and is like, uh, should we maybe put uh, I'm I'm going to set these people aside so they're not just dying to rot. That feels rude. I know that you don't like your family, um, but at this, I just I always feel bad about this. I, believe me, I know. <laughs> these are my actual sisters. I'm feeling a little conflicted. Ariado had not killed anyone until six months ago, and now she stands among a field littered with the corpses of her only blood relatives. Jesus, Derry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, fan artists! Hey, fan artists who want to do some angst art, here you go! I'm handing you a comic on a silver platter! Oh my fucking god. (laughs) Make that content! Hold up, you want Ariado expressions? Straight face. Stone cold. She has nothing (laughs) in her eyes right now. Jesus Christ. Hollow. Oh god. um, why don't uh, we handle this, and then we could make tea and also um one second and rary like rustles through a bag i have rope rope don't don't ask and i have dimensional lock <laughs> oh, okay good call frankly <laughs> considering her other bag of tricks mm-hmm. let's <laughs> and and rary um and ariato i assume uh tie her so she can't fucking leave yeah. um <laughs> dimensional lock does last for an entire day Yep. Do you cast okay. it? Do you cast that immediately? Yes. <laughs> Perhaps we'll be able to speak to her when she can't blow herself up. I. She or teleport away, again. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Regardless, do you want to finish your uh, your art? 
<laughs> yeah, after doing all of that, Ariana still has a painting to finish. Fucking, she's having a wonderful night. <laughs> no rest for the wicked. Um, <laughs> thankfully, you've already rolled your 39, and you did pass. So, Ariato, after, I think, maybe, like, an hour more, once, like, 1am hits, you finish your painting. Um, I think Volio and Royari have um, successfully uh, cremated most of these bodies. I think maybe you even lit the fire. Yeah. Um, but by the end of it, tragedy that it is, you stand before a finished painting uh, of the Circus of Wayward Wonders. And you all start to feel that familiar feeling again. You've claimed another title. Mm. As you all stand before the statue of the artist, you feel a metaphysical paintbrush and palette appear in your hands. And though certainly those are the symbols of the artist, art can be anything. So my question is, what is one piece of art, whether physical art or performance, that you have done over your entire campaign that sticks out to you among all others? Oh. I have one. Oh, yeah? Um, I think that that uh, circus performance that they did um, in the Darklands. Mm -hmm. In the Red Circus. Yeah. Um, obviously, Royari loves every single circus performance that they've ever done. Uh, if Royari has participated, it's perfect. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I think that because it was in a place that doesn't really have that sort of uh, performance art usually um, and they were proving that their uh, that their way of life isn't wrong and also saving people in the process of doing it and it was a really successful fun performance I think that that, uh, that it made uh, her feel really accomplished and, and really good and then they made a and they made a bunch of new friends because of it, and I think that really meant a lot to, to him. That's a very heartfelt answer to one of the probably most difficult periods in Royari's life. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's really, really good. Um Ariato or Volio, do either of you have an answer? Remember, art can mean anything, so Yeah. Um Volio uh Volio remembers the <laughs> the time that they performed um on the street. Uh, <laughs> at Jellico Boing Boing and the other two, Victor Volcano. I always forget the fucking lady's name. Uh, Daring uh, Danica. That's because Daring Danica. That's because you only think about Jellico Boing Boing. And yeah, it's because all my rage is towards uh, Jellico Boing Boing. Um, uh, the time that they performed uh, in spite of them, against them in front of a crowd, uh, and Volio had set up a trick where um, he flung the other two in the air by. Uh, hitting a hammer on a board which it's funny because he actually failed that check <laughs> but <laughs> it's it's still something that sticks with him as one of his favorite things that he's done uh, art wise that's very good and Ariato what about you <sighs> I think it would have to be uh, one of her biography pieces I'm going to say it's the one that Articula actually took. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a very fair answer, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the art of Ariadum Kobe that you drew on the night uh, of the Wayward Wonders first performance. 
Yeah. Yeah, she has I an mean, attachment to that one, and the fact that Articula took notice of her and took that painting specifically was like, she may or may not have had a fangirl moment. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a very, very good... Of all... T I can completely understand that, like, if you... If a god says that your art is good enough to take to her holy realm, that is probably really pretty good idea. art. <laughs> so, as you all kind of step back, you look at the things you've created, the marks you've left on the world, in the minds and hearts of all those who've seen it. In a way, this campaign has won, been one from start to finish all about art. Quite literally in the choices you've taken. And you've all gained the title of artist, bringing up to 6 out of 12. You are now at the halfway mark of Trials of Arden. Not too bad, all things considered. Ah, uh, jeez. Let's go 100% run. No, I think that they should go for the 100% run. Any percent showing up. Sh showing up uh, to the, to the Zulgath and being like, fuck you. <laughs> <It's fun. laughs> Dog water? Your dog water? World record. Um, <laughs> uh, do you guys want to get a good night's sleep? Because goddamn, you've earned it. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, night falls, and you aren't assailed by any night hags in your dreams. Seems that they learned their lesson. And you're all healed back to full HP. You regain all your spell slots, etc., etc. All that good stuff. Wee. So, morning comes. You have awoken. Um, you have completed the artist trial, and you have that map you got from the scholars trial, which tells you where the final ones are. Uh, you also know that you still have to find some sheep. But otherwise, uh, the last ones, uh, there is a trial um, a little bit to the north, up the winding road towards that tower. Um, that's about two and a half miles away. Um, there's another one uh, a little um, about two and a half miles as well um, in the foothills of a mountain. Uh, mm -hmm. A little bit to the east of that foothill in the mountains. There's a second trial uh, by the, uh, the massive lake here. There's another trial in the woods to the south um, in the forest with the farmer's trial that you must have missed on your way. And then there's uh, another one way, 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 way off in the distance. You should probably go back down the hill and towards the one to, like, the left of them. Yeah, the one in the mountains. Yeah, the yeah. one in the mountains. That way we can circle around toward, back towards the entrance and maybe get the sheep again, and then we can go <laughs> yeah. to the one on the running, winding road towards the uh, the tower. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe you'll mm -hmm. find sheep there. Who knows? Alright. Uh, you guys make your way down the mountain path, past Gashi Gosheks, Gerties. And, uh, unfortunately, I don't think you can make a self-check here. Because as you make your way down the path, suddenly you see something emerging from over the other side of the foothill. It's the Arden statues. Ah! Uh. There's about four of them. These mitral golems in the likeness of Arden. And as they kind of, like, round the mountain... Uh, coming over the hill where you're standing, they all look at you for a second. 
And there's a moment of, oh shit, before something you didn't expect to happen happens. Okay. They nod. And then they just keep walking. Oh. Ah. It looks like you've collected enough trials, uh, titles here that the statues of Arden see you as parts of the valley. And they will no longer attack you. That's really cool. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. <laughs> well, that was slightly terrifying. Mm-hmm. A bit. At the very least, they are neutral or positive towards us. So uh, now, so that's joy. Um, shall we keep going? Yes. Please. <laughs> Oops. I need. <laughs> my heart needs a rest. <laughs> horrifying. Completely understandable. Okay. Do you guys uh, make your way towards the mountains? Yeah. Okay. Well, as you walk, uh, you find yourselves uh, in the foothills of some kind of steep hills. They're kind of like cliffy, I guess the best way of putting it is. Mm -hmm. um, the worn path skirts a bluff to the north, and the tick forest sprawls just to the south of the road. Atop a promontory. Uh, yeah, promenotary. I don't know what that is. Um, I would assume a walkway. Uh, along the bluff's southern western edge stands a weather-worn statue of a man clad in heavy armor, hands clasped over the pommel of a sword, with its points held against a sword, against the ground. The statue gazes out over the plains, his expression nearly worn away, but his posture commanding and confident. Would you guys like to make a religion check as you stare at it? Yeah, sure. I would. Damn, 33. 35. I think, Royar, you do recognize it. Ooh. This would appear to be... <laughs> well, it's Arden, no <laughs> shit, whatever, it's Arden. Whatever, it's Arden. Who fucking touches Arden. Um, Royar, however, you can tell that this is the soldier. Mm. Okay. The face of Arden, which was a warrior, um, a swordsman, whatever you want to call it. But as you're all kind of getting closer, I will say, Ariato and Royari, both of you immediately feel different things. Ariato, your hair kind of stands on end, and Royari, you feel the Eye of Essence warming up. By now, both of you oh, knows what that means. There must be demons around. Demon! I believe there is something here. Hmm, like? Um, like something that will probably try to kill us. There's lots of things they can do that. Of the demonic nature, though? Well, Rari pulls out, uh, their rapier. Nothing we haven't dealt with before. Kill! Oil pulls out his hammer. You can't really see what's, like, behind the statue because it's atop a bluff, but you're gonna assume it's up there somewhere. Oh, but if it's a fake-out? Oh, that would be so lame. Um, shall we go up there? Yes. Okay. How do you guys want to do this? How are you approaching it? Um, God. Because there is a bluff. Uh, there's like a path that kind of rolls up it uh, to the side. You could climb up mm -hmm. it. You could fly up it. Ariato can now jump 80 feet in the air and also fly. <laughs> she sure can. And there's no limit, I believe, on that. 
which is kind of fucking crazy. Scary. Uh, I think Volio flies up. Okay. Uh, are all of you gonna fly up? Rocket jump! Mm. Oh dear. Do each of you quickly activate your wings and, like, other flying things and j- jump up? Yes. Mm-hmm. Alright. Well, kaboom! You, like, all launch up and you see what's on the other side of the bluff and oh shit! Ooh. As you get up, you see indeed, there are some demons. Um... Two types, but there's three, like, three of them in total. So there's one, uh, there's one of them, which looks like a woman from the waist up. Uh, she's wearing, like, metallic armor. She has six arms, each wielding a sword, blonde hair, and then from the waist down, she's like a giant serpent. Ooh. Um, then, flanking her, uh, are two other demons. And these demons look like, what if you mixed a Triceratops, a T-Rex, a dragon, and a centaur? Uh, Imagine a centaur, but instead of a horse, it's a Triceratops. Instead of a man, it's a T-Rex. It's got human arms, um, horns coming out of its T-Rexy head, and then dragon wings. Um, (laughs) They were all had their back to you, and they kind of jump when you make your way around. Uh, and spit each other, like spit out in surprise in Abyssal. Um, do any of you speak Abyssal? Oh, well, let me well, check I if I do. Ariato does. No, I don't. Ariato does. I speak common Tien and Undercommon. Okay. Er- oh my god. Ariato, you understand what they're saying. Um, the uh, one to the front uh, spits and says, How did we not see them coming? And uh, the two lumbering ones to the sides uh, say, Lord Everhunger demands their blood, and so we must give it. Urushil, what are your orders? Um, and the serpent lady, who you assume must be named Urushil, uh, turns and snarls, and she points a sword, and in common she says, Adventurers, you of the Wandering Tree, we will bleed you like pigs, and paint your graves with the bloods of your entrails. And she starts fucking spinning her like swords around General Grievous style, and hisses as she lunges. Uh, the two giant, like, centaur demons flap their wings and charge as well. And everyone, let's roll initiative! Damn, that's metal as fuck, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty metal. 30. Uh, 42. So, uh, top of the order, it is going to be uh, the demon that Ariato identified as Urushil. Um, this snake woman with six arms, she swings her swords and hisses, and she uh, immediately is uh, going to launch herself into the air and fly up to you all. Uh Her body kind of weaves through the air like a sea snake, and she swings her swords as she comes up to you, Royari, and says, You will pay for your trespassing! And she gets a 50 to hit as she swings a sword right into you. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a hit. Uh, that is going to be 36 slashing damage and evil damage. Although when she does this, suddenly kind of appearing out from behind you, you hear of uh, a ghostly voice say, Not so fast, demon! I've slain enough of your kind and I shall have you killed! Uh, out of nowhere comes your dear beloved Pieretta. And Pieretta is going to make an attack against this demon. So Royari, uh, incoming damage is reduced from uh, 35 to... Uh, uh, to 11 damage, lol. And Royari, okay. uh, make me an attack roll against this thing. An attack roll? Mm-hmm. 47. Uh, 47 is going to be a hit. Okay. Uh, 35. She takes more damage from that attack than you did. Um, on top of that, uh, as she fades, starts fading back, 
uh, she says, Royari, watch out! That's a Marilit! She's a pride demon! They're dangerous foes, especially with their swords, but don't worry, I've fought enough of them in my time. So, Royari, as she kind of, like, uh, stays behind you now, fully manifested, uh, your tiara turns into a crown, your cape turns into, like, a hood, and you are in full Pirata mode, and the Eye of Essence is wide open and glowing. Pretty sexy. Also, you do have angel wings. There's a lot going on. Uh, she snarls at that, though, and says, Wretched paladin! I knew I could smell the obfuscating scent of morality here! Um, and she swings her sword again at you, Royari. Um, this time, she gets a 40. Nope. Okay! Misses! Very nice. Um, and that is her turn. It is Ariato's turn. Okay, she can hit two with this. Uh, actually, now she's gonna go for the people in the back. Uh, I need... I need both guys in the back to make me a reflex save. Okay. Uh, so that is gonna be uh, reflex 37. Uh-oh. No. <laughs> okay. What happens? Uh, they're about to get hit with a heightened flame strike. Oh, no. Okay. Roll damage. It's heightened by two levels. So this is at level seven. 50 damage. Mm, boy, oh, boy. Uh, Ariado, a, like, blast of flame, um, kind of, like, arcs out of the sky like lightning and explodes into them. This holy damage kind of, like, sears their skin and they roar out in pain. And they each take, yeah, 50 fucking damage. Uh, you have one action left. You are flying, you are clumsy right now because you are flying, mm -hmm. but, hey man, it's cool because you're up in the air, what do you do? I think she's gonna cast shield on herself just in case. <laughs> Well, instead of casting shield, why not raise your shield? Oh, Remember? that's right. Got... She has a spell book. Yeah, she's going to raise that. You uh, you kind of raise your spell guard shield, uh, ready to ro block any incoming magic uh, that might hit you. Just in case. Um, that is your turn. It is now these giant dinosaur centaurs. Um, as they f like start flying towards you, you hear in your ear, Royari. Ray, I must confess, in all my years fighting against demons... I've never seen anything like those creatures. You haven't? No, whatever they are, they're from somewhere I've never traveled. Joy. And uh, just like that, they both fly out towards you, roaring. Um, one goes up to you, Ariato, one goes up to you, Volio. Um, mm -hmm. The one that comes up to you, Ariato, it screams, and as it is flying, it uh, holds up a hand, and it casts a spell. And you need to make me a fortitude save as it unleashes a wave directly towards you. Oh, great. I'm fantastic at those. Uh... Remember, you have a bonus to these because of your shield. <coughs> I guess I am fantastic at those. You want to know why? Not 20. No! Okay, cool. <laughs> Ariazo, as you, like, you see him casting a spell, which you very quickly recognize, he's casting Massacre. <laughs> and you yell, and, like, while these rocket boots below you are kind of, like, floating around, you raise a shield quickly, and that wave kind of blocks into your shield completely and just rebounds everywhere. Um, in fact, let me check something with that. Uh, a reflecting shield, even. Uh-oh. That's not good for me. Uh, as a reaction, you can blast that back at him if you choose. Hell yeah, I will. Make me a religion check. You shouldn't have. That's a 50. Holy shit! 
That's gonna be a crit. He gets... <gasps> he dies. Ariadu, he fucking dies. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, Ariadu, he fucking dies. You raise this shield as he's blasting into you and you hold on to it and it glows like red hot and then goes white and then explodes it back and you see this demon stare in like confusion and then it whole drills into him and he stands there before just flopping into the floor 40 feet below him and immediately just crumpling up. <laughs> I think Ariadna just peeks from the buckler. Like, she just peeks on top of the buckler and goes, what? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I need to use this thing more often! Yeah, as you say that, I take, you see Ariadna's ghost turn and say, oh my god! <laughs> How did you do that? I have a shield! Um, unfortunately, the other one is not paying attention to this because he's attacking Volio. Volio, as he kind of comes up to you, he opens his mouth real hard, and you see ghostly green fire kind of building, and then he blasts into every one of you. Everyone make me a reflex save. Ariadne, you have a minus one to this. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I rolled a fucking... Oh, I rolled a 45. I thought that was good. Well, 45 is still a crit, so... 35. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a fail, but not a crit fail. Ariato, you have a minus one to yours? I rolled a 40. Including the minus one? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Ariadu and Volio, you both fail. Rare, you, you could succeed, even. Yay. As it releases a ghastly cone of green soul fire into you all. And you guys are going to take 20d6 damage. Um, so, that is going to be 62 damage to Volio and Ariato. Volio, you're able to rage for free. And holy shit. I already used my reaction, so I can't do this. All right. Well, Volio, it's your turn. You are raging. There's a giant demon in front of you. What do you do? Well, he brings his giant hammer down on it. Okay, go for it. Smack him. 45. A 45 is going to be a hit. A lovely one, Sick. too. That's 43. Uh, that's 48 damage. 48 damage. Wow, okay. Um, Volio, you swing your, like, hammer into the side of its head and hear an audible crack as you probably break something. It lets out a roar of pain kind of stumbles a little bit in the air, flapping its wings angrily, uh, and it comes down for another, like, go at you. What do you do? Does it again. 31. 31 isn't a crit fail, but it is close. Let's go for it, baby. Fucking Christ. 38. That's gonna be a hit. Stupid. How much uh, damage? That's 42 plus 3. That's uh, 45. 45. Don't forget, you have your plus 4 as well. That's gonna be 49 oh, damage. True. 49 damage. Okay, Volio, a second crack across the head as you base boost this thing in the, like, in the noggin. Um, it's looking worse for wear. Uh, it is. Royari, it's your turn. And you, uh, Pyretta stands behind you and says, All right, Royari, a pride demon and two, un one unknown monster from the abyss. Now I think it's the time. Unlock the true power of the Eye of Essence. Aww. Just put your heart into it and believe in your power. I, okay. <laughs> uh, Rayari is like, I, I suppose I'll do that. Um, am I supposed to do something or... Two actions to unlock the true power of the Eye of Essence. Uh, okay. Rayari is going to do that. Okay. Rayari? A glow comes over. How would Rayari look if she were, oh, I don't know, an angel? The same. Uh, no. <laughs> uh <laughs> You have cast Angelic Vessel 
the final grand gift of the Eye of Essence. A Celestial imbues your body with the Divine. You gain 50 hit points on top of your max HP. You do gain a weakness to evil damage, but whatever. And you immediately use the Righteous Call ability of your Eye of Essence, giving your uh, Rapier the Holy Rune for one minute. And any damage your allies do also do good damage. Yay. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> Rayari. Um, I, I, I do think that Rayari is probably... Looks a little different. Um, yeah, how does it look? You can go as um, wild as you like here. Oh, Jesus. Um, I have a pet peeve. And it's the pet peeve where people are like, angels are ugly, monstrous creatures. Um, because they do look fucking insane, and I think it looks sick as hell. Um, it is not ugly, it is awesome. Um, I think that Rari has like... Um, I, I can't remember if it's archangels in, like, Christian Ooh, mythology, okay. the ones that have, like, the six wings. Mm-hmm. A seraphim! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's hard to remember them. There's a lot. <laughs> um, I think that Rari is like that, where it's covering most of most of her. Uh, she's feeling really gender right now, um, but <laughs> it's just covered by wings, um, but they're not... They don't. I don't think that they... If you looked at, at him that it would look that different, except, like, I don't know, like, more golden eyes or something. Um, but I think that they've got, like, the, like, a lot of wings and, the, the like, that type of thing. Okay. Well... Anyways, I am going to kill and rage. Um... <laughs> so, remember, your weapon is now holy, so it will do extra damage against these guys. Uh, I have one action, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to use a finisher. Okay. Uh, that is an 11 plus 34, so that's a 45. That's a hit. Uh, roll damage. So that is 24 plus... Oh, she has to make a fortune save against this? Plus... Yes. Uh, how is a... Oh, no! I rolled my dice that has a fuck you on the nat 20 and a fuck me on the nat 1. I did get a fuck me. Hmm. So, Royari, that's going to be 18d6 extra damage. Instead of the finisher damage? Yep. Okay. So that is 24 damage, plus 5, plus 3, plus... 1d6? So really, you could roll 19d6 instead of 18d6. 19d6. And then one of the d6s triggers a weakness. Um... (sighs) 91 damage. That's actually going to be 106 damage, Royari. As this gorgeous seraphim explodes out from where uh, Royari once stood, and now you, holy Royari, the sword saint indeed, plunge a good sword right into this thing, and it's the, the Marilith screams in pain. Um, this soldier of the abyss is wicked pain, like in pain from it. Um... And the, the surviving Vavak, uh, the surviving centaur thing looks at you like, oh, oh, oh. Um, it is her turn, the Vavakia. Uh, mm-hmm. And she stares and says, Seraphim, what has dragged you down from the accursed hills of heaven? She immediately is going to uh, make a blade storm against you. No, she's going to make a focused assault against you. She attacks you with all six of her weapons. So, um, that is going to be a 52 to hit. 
Okay. And that's going to that deal an additional... A... Wait, uh, does my AC raise at all or no? No. Then it, that's a crit. Okay, that is going to be 56 plus uh, 10 evil damage because you're weak to it now. 66 plus focused assault damage. That's going to be an extra 48 damage. So 56 plus 48... Wow, it's a good thing you got an additional 50 HP. That's 104 damage as she does right back at you. As she mm -hmm. swings all her swords at you, like, cleave, 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 cleave! Uh, which should have been enough to kill you if you were a normal person. As she pulls back and sees you're still going, she snarls and says, How, How do, do you still stand? I'm just that special. Uh, yeah, she's going to attack you again. That's a 48. Nope, never mind. It's going to be a 43. Uh, that does hit. Okay, she twacks you with her, uh, tail. How much? Um, that is gonna be, uh, 47 bludgeoning damage. And then, stepping out, you hear, not so fast! And Pyretta, who also looks vaguely Seraphim-like, slices into her. Um, so make me oh, a rapier shit. attack. And, uh, um, that 48 is going to be instead 27. Okay. That's a 19 plus 27? Is That's that a crit it? because you've got your flare tang, remember? Oh, yes! So roll me that damage. Uh, okay, that's just regular damage. Yeah. Uh, I believe that's 23. It's got the 1d6 uh, good damage as well. Yes, on that's this, right. Correct, yep. Yeah. 33. Well, it's not the 33 that's scary. Because uh, remember, this is doubled, so it's 66. But it's the crit card you pulled because remember, your. Uh, Continuous flare or uh, uh, your keen flare or whatever it is that gives you crit cards on a 19 got you punctured lung. Oh. The target is suffocating until subject to magical healing. She doesn't have any magical healing. Neither does this guy. Royari, as she strikes you, Pyretta comes out and skewers into her and she lets out a gasp. And then as she starts pulling out, she starts wheezing and, like, blood starts dribbling out of her mouth and she realizes that she's fucking dead. She's a dead woman walking. She's like, no! No, no I'm, I'm too strong, strong for this! I'm a moralist for the hell's sake! No! <coughs> and as she screams, she's wasting precious air. So, really, she's... Only a few moments later, she's gonna collapse dead. Fucked up. Jesus. Yeah! Pyretta pulls her sword back and swings it, and she turns and looks at you all with a halo that's covering her face, and it's made exclusively of eyes, and says, Sometimes one must do something rather disgusting for the sake of good. Fair. Okay. Uh, Ariato, it's your turn. <laughs> um, I will let you make a free vision lore check against this big dude. Uh, yeah, I think she would. That, that's better than my idea, which was vision of weakness. But... <laughs> I mean, you could do that. You'd know it's weak too, but... Probably good damage, really. Uh, yeah, I, I would assume. 42. Okay. Yeah, you know what this thing is. That's a Vavakia. And the reason that um, that Pirata didn't recognize it despite being a veteran of uh, demon slaying is that Vavakias are exclusively from the Gluttondark. They oh. are the Gavazeb's apex predators. Giant demons that combine only the strongest of dinosaurs. Those aren't dragon wings. Those are pterodactyl wings. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> they are juggernauts of destruction, and as all demons feed on, like, the souls of mortals, the souls that these guys consume are uh, those who uh, would extract and enslave the souls of others. Ah. 
They're soul eaters. Hmm. Okay. Scary shit. You have three actions, though. What do you do? You know, hopefully put them out of their misery. <laughs> well, I think um, the Marilith is on their way out. The Vavakudo is at full HP. Well, not full HP. I it's actually also looking pretty shit. I'll be real. I know, but Ariado also has AoE moves. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. What do you do? Uh, let's just do a sunburst. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. These are fiends. <laughs> All right. I'll need a reflex save from the both of them then. Okay, cool. Well, the Vavakia got a 34. No. And the Marilith got a 38. No. Okay, roll me that damage. <gasps> How's 107 damage? Plus their weakness, Ariato, how'd you take them both out? I She literally, like, points behind them. And, like, a, basically a sun grows and expands, and I think just develops them. Uh, the two demons look, one of them over his shoulder, one of them from the floor beneath as she's touching her lung, and they both scream in agony as the fire consumes them, and with a flash of light, there is nothing left as you stand in the middle of the road. Well, float, you're all flying. As you all fly in the middle of the road, having successfully defeated the guardians of the soldier's trial. <laughs> um, so just fucked up. Uh, you all touch down. All of you are. F There's this light coming off Royari, and each of you feels like this good energy flowing tree, which is wild. Hey, Royari, when did when did that happen? When was that a thing? Uh, be not afraid. Uh, I don't know. Kiras kind of phases out of your shadow again, and she says. What happened was Royari unlocked the true power of the Eye of Essence. Is that what it does, actually? Yeah. That's badass. Yes, it is what Fuck. it That is what it do. That is what it do. Um, it has the power of an so, angel that fell in battle alongside me. Kind of cool as fuck. I pass this power on to you, Royari. By now you've gained every single ability that the Eye of Essence has. From the ability to heal those who are uh, in pain, to make the right the evil fear you, and of course, just hurt people real good with holy power. I believe you have a trial Fuck. to complete, or perhaps, considering the nature of the trial, it's already been completed. I shall leave you all to it. And with that, she kind of fades back into your, like, in behind you, Royari. And with that, the kind of like seraphim powers fade too, and you're just Royari again. That was kind of gender. It was kind of gender for you. Yes. Like six wings. I don't know if you can... I don't know if that technically counts as a gender-affirming experience, but it was for me. Um, <laughs> that was insane. It was a little bit insane. Ariato, you're rocket, yeah. Ariato, your rocket boots are spluttering. Uh, okay, okay. Hang on a second. Uh, oh dear! Ariato, like, very gingerly but clumsily, like, goes back down on the floor. <laughs> Did you all come down too? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, you all touch down. Uh, your wings fading, your rocket boots turning off. And you look up the path that leads uh, around the bluff to the soldier's trial. Like Pirata said, chances are you've already just completed it. But the point is. You now have to go receive your reward. 
as you make your way into the, uh, the final few of Ireland's trials. This episode of Dice Will Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Zenith Drums, Josh Heathcote, Torbjorn, Introduction, Sophia Varlera, G. Barbera, Luke, Gideon, Kiki, Sarah B., Seth, Ravona Darklow, Kira, Litchelope, Gizmo, Talisin, Matthew, Cass, Fable McElduff, Black Dragon Gaming, Eva, Remthy Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Steph, Emlyn, Sean C, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C, Ellie, Kane Kendrick, Sky Evangeline, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Jolene, Anna Maria, Roxy, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Casey Corn, Emlyn Laderna, John the Book Hoarder, SX66Seeker, Lynx, and Dame Valerie the Turd. If you'd like to help us keep it rolling, check out patreon.com slash dice roll and see what you can get for your support. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.